0: You're listening to What the Business, the business podcast where I interview independent business owners about success, failure, and all the moments in between. My name is Josie Barrick, and I'm your host. Hello, people and friends. Welcome to today's episode of what the business podcast. Um, yeah, we're here. We're doing it. Today's episode is a solo episode. So if you were hoping for some incredible guest, you're just going to have to wait till next week. Um, I have some really awesome people lined up and coming up very soon. So stay tuned, but I did still want to release an episode every week and I actually wasn't Sure, what to talk about today. So, I went to the polls on Instagram and asked you guys, and it was pretty split. So, I'll just keep the other idea in mind for a later point. But, slightly fractionally more popular was talking about ups and downs in business and in owning a business and how to deal with them and overcome them and what to do when you're in the downs and in the ups. So, that's what I'm going to talk about today. And that is, yeah, that's the introduction. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will say this again, I do have a Patreon. If you are interested in supporting my podcast financially, you will get extra content for doing so, um, which is really just a bonus for you. So check it out. Uh, I'll put all the links in the show notes. Um, You get... Uh, yeah just extra info for this specific episode i don't have too much extra that the patreon will have um at the moment i have no patrons so i'm not too worried for this specific episode but if you are interested in going there there is three episodes now i believe that have like full extra 20 to 30 minutes each of just extra goodies and information from the guests that i've had so it is worth it because i ask more questions and we dig deeper and we talk about tons of extra things so it's just more more advice from these experts in their fields and that's just super cool and some of the extra questions I've asked have actually been my favorite and my favorites and have gotten some of the most insightful answers out of the bonus questions so I do recommend checking it out it's only four dollars a month for the lowest tier um, which is gets you all that information gets you all those extra questions so anyway check it out you don't have to your support by listening rating reviewing downloading is enough and I appreciate it but without further ado we're going to get into the episode so Four tips i have got four tips here for dealing with downs and being down in business and i will start by saying that what i mean by being down in business um, is kind of up to interpretation mostly i just mean you know you're maybe hitting a lull maybe you've lost some bookings maybe um, outside or personal life factors have had to take over um, and you've had to put your business on the back burner Um, It could be any reason, just anything you would classify as a down in business. Um, It doesn't have to be that you're doing poorly. It could just be a little hiccup or a little glitch in the system. And and that's all that can mean, really. So these pieces of advice for dealing with downs are very generalized to that. I know for me, specifically in the wedding industry, um, COVID has been the downfall (laughs) for a lot of us and it's been really really hard to navigate and deal with the side effects of covid i know that there's a huge wave of worry and anxiety and fear going into 2021 now because we have oh yeah happy new year guys it's a new year whoa that's so weird i think this is my first episode of 2021 anyway distractions um, going into the 2021 wedding season, I know there's a lot of fear, um, in the industry that we're just going to have a repeat of last year where everyone just pushed back their weddings for a year and postponed or canceled. And, you know, people lost a lot of money. They lost a lot of bookings. They lost a lot of really good clients. Um, and it's just scary because, you know, you're passionate about what you do and this thing that's out of your control all of a sudden is preventing you from doing it to your full capacity or doing it to the degree that you want and it's also preventing you from you know, thriving in it. People, you know, losing the money and losing those bookings is huge. So there's a lot of fear right now. I feel like in my industry, going into this year, and I I feel that very deeply every day. I wake up and it's the first thing I think of. It's not healthy. But again, these tips are to help you deal with these types of things, um, whether it's COVID related or not. I know just right now that seems to be a very common down for people. So I thought I'd touch on that and let you know that you're not alone i'm here too it sucks it sucks um but we're gonna get through it and hopefully these helps hopefully these tips help you excuse me okay so the first one is to write out lists of things that you're passionate about in business in business in general in other business ideas you have in just ways you'd like to see your business grow whatever it is it doesn't really matter Um, Just And it could be personal too, actually, really. It's just to write out things you're passionate about. And then every week or every day, depending on, you know, your mentality and your time and all that kind of stuff. Every day, sit down and just add extra. So say you have five things you're passionate about. Each day or each week, sit down and add something onto each five that you're going to start working on. Or things you could start doing to um kind of ignite that passion even more things you'd like to see with that passion um changes you'd like to implement just just dive deeper into what it is that you're passionate about what it is that you'd like to see in your life in your business um or whatever and and just dive deep make that a goal make that a an attainable and achievable goal you know at first it's not going to be that way likely for me i did i did this and it wasn't at first it was not at all but every time i added a little thought about okay maybe i could do this or how could i approach it or you know if i started here that might work instead of here just like every day i just wrote a little bit more about that passion and about what i'd like to see happen with that passion of mine um and by the end of a week, after doing it every day, I basically had like a full plan in place. So that's a big one. I don't think people really think about writing their passions down. People think about writing their goals down and their ambitions. But I think switching the narrative a bit to what fuels you what gets you up in the morning and just dive deep into that and again like you can have just one thing that you write on once a week if that's all you can manage that's all you can manage just do what you can but start brainstorming and thinking about how you could grow and evolve your passion Um, For me, it was something in my personal life and it's something I'm doing every other week. And it's actually just like a specific type of workout thing. Like it's so simple, but it's, it's just helping drive extra motivation in other aspects of my life. And every time I do it, I get better. And every time I do it, I increase the frequency. So, and that happened just because I wrote, wrote it down and wrote how I was going to do it every day. For a week, I just dive deeper every day. And every day, even if you're only writing one word or one sentence, it doesn't matter because it's just about pen to paper. Get it out there. Okay. The next one is, this is going to come as no surprise because everyone's been talking about it, but I, I cannot ignore it because the people are talking about it for a reason. It's to prioritize yourself, take time for you. And that can look like anything. I think on social media, you very typically see that as, you know, (laughs) picking up a new hobby, crocheting something, taking a bath. Um, I don't know, like baking bread, whatever the, those like typical COVID things were, it doesn't have to be that if you're in a lull and your business is really slow, take the extra time to do something else that's meaningful to your life. And when I say take time for you, I just think it's important to make sure that your personal, values are being worked towards and achieved to some degree so that when you do go to work even if you are unmotivated you have just a little bit of extra fuel to your fire just a little bit of extra light to your spark um, because you're being fulfilled in other ways yeah I said open your mind and fill your personal life with things that fuel you so you can keep balance wow profound but seriously it's so simple just start small and work your way up okay the next one is very business focused it's to strategize i have very recently talked about this on the podcast if you listen to natalie taylor's episode a few back um she touches on this a lot more than what i'm going to today so if you are interested in that check it out um i most definitely Copying her for this piece of advice because I found it really helpful for me. Um, so I figured it'd be worth repeating, but whatever has got you down in business, whatever, maybe you're experiencing a hiccup, maybe you have a lull of bookings, maybe you have, um, I, I, it could be anything, right? Whatever it is, figure out how you got there what strategies were you implementing that got you there and how you can change them so you don't come back to this place again you know with covid and for example this is an example covid changing the way weddings have been happening this this year and last year i guess now um I've seen a lot of wedding photographers pivot and start to offer other services that are much more friendly, um, to restrictions than big events. So, you know, some people are pivoting to branding photography. Some people have pivoted just like Damien and I talked about. He has his, he has his podcast as well. That's one thing he'd changed too. So that pivoting you don't have to pivot, but just re-strategize, re your strategy. What have you been doing? Did it? Is it the reason you're in a down or could it have contributed? Just look at it from an objective viewpoint. So really start to strategize, start to write down strategies you've had in the past, how they worked out, what happened when you applied them. Start to think about strategies to get out of this down or strategies to hopefully prevent it in the future um because ultimately at the end of the day whether you make a mistake or something goes wrong that's in your control or out of your control all you can do from it is learn and move on so what do you need to do to learn from this how can you learn from this down and dip in in life and in business um so yeah listen to natalie's natalie taylor's episode for more strategy talk um And, you know, while we're in this down, while we're kind of in lockdown, certain things are shut down. So you might be finding yourself with a little bit more free time. Start working on a strategy now. Like, start implementing it now. Why wouldn't you, you know? Um, Yeah, just really start diving deep into changing the way you look at your business and approaching um, your business maybe from a new light or with new information going forward that's what i would say okay we've arrived at the last tip the final fourth tip for dealing with downs in business and this one's also kind of like the second one where it's a little corny and i apologize but i do think it's true and i do think it's important it's just to remember that you're not alone um owning your own business and just living life in general is very hard sometimes you can get down easy to feel unmotivated or like you're not successful i read a great thing i can't remember i think someone shared it on instagram i apologize if you were the one and i'm not naming who you are because i think it was like they shared it from someone else who shared it so i don't know where it came from originally but i saw this incredible thing that was basically saying how you're never going to be happy or feel successful in business because you're always learning and always getting better in theory so if you're learning if okay i'm explaining this really poorly but if you're learning new skills to do your job better then when you start to look at your work You are going to criticize it more because you know what to look for to make it better. Therefore, you are constantly going to be in a state of knowing what to do to make it better and noticing the things that you've done that haven't made it better. So you're never going to be able to objectively look at your work and be like, wow, I've grown so much or wow, this is a great piece of writing or photo or work or whatever. Because you're kind of always moving the goalpost further away from you by by pushing and striving to do better so it was just a friendly reminder to, to just stop for a second and remember that every time you move the goalpost it's because you've reached the goalpost you've I don't know I'm trying to think of a metaphor you've kicked the soccer ball into the net is that what they call it I don't play soccer sorry <laughs> um, but I just thought that was a really interesting perspective because it's right like as you get better you become more critical of your own work so just remember that with that critique comes skill um yeah that is all i i'll say on that because i'm not explaining it as well as it was explained from what i saw on instagram but anyway you're not alone (laughs) reach out to community members reach out to your family your friends seek professional help if you need. You know, I talked about that too in Natalie Taylor's episode. Uh there's sh- links and stuff in the show notes if you are looking for professional help, you can head there. Maybe those links will help you. Hopefully, I don't know, maybe that's all I can hope. But talking about what you're going through with other people can be really helpful. Um it's something we forget to do as business owners because everyone has these life problems, these big woes. And for me at least I I don't know if other people can relate but I sometimes feel like my business woes don't matter like I'm like oh who am I to talk about this thing I'm struggling with in business because part of me gets attached to the idea that I am my only business partner and I am my only employee and I am my only boss so why would I talk to anyone else about it because I am all those people and I need to figure that out for myself Um, But honestly, talking to people about what you're going through, whether you get really into the details of your business or you're just talking about how you're kind of down and out, whatever it is, just talk like people will listen and you just never know what kind of advice people are going to have or perspective or thoughts or at the very least, you're just going to feel a weight lifted off you once you've shared and opened up so that's the fourth piece of advice so i hope you guys liked the four pieces of advice for dealing with business downs first one is to write a list or write a thing that you're passionate about and every day add to that list so that you start to create a strategy and plan and goal set for that passion of yours second one is to prioritize yourself take some time figure out what will fuel you in your personal life so that you can come to your business with full love passion and excitement. Um, number three is to strategize. Come up with strategies, look at your past strategies, what got you here, why did it get you here? How are you gonna change it moving forward? And the fourth one is to remember that you are not alone. Cool, cool. I hope you like those. Now I have two more tips. Um, and then this episode's done. But the last two tips are kind of my favorite. They're what to do when you're in and up, which I don't know I feel like people don't really talk about this and I actually hadn't considered this until I was kind of like oh I should talk about the ups and downs of business and then I was like I don't know how to do that and I was like hey let's just break it down into tips and I'm really happy with these tips and I hope you guys are too so the first tip it's basically um tips to leverage your business when you're in and up so when either you're really busy or you're doing really well or you're meeting your goals whatever that looks like for you whatever your up looks like for you um it doesn't really matter these are just things to kind of take advantage of that so that you're you know making the best of the situation that you're in just like you want to make the best of a situation when you're in and down so the first one is to use the time when you're busy to make sure that you are going through every single step of your workflow. Here's why I say this. When you're in a downturn of business, you know, for a wedding photographer, it's the winter. For everyone right now, it's COVID lockdowns. When you have that, um, extra time you can do a bajillion hundred things but what you can't actually do is actively work on your workflow um when a client inquires or when a customer you know walks in the door whatever your situation is there are steps that you take as a business owner after that initial point of contact to guarantee that person's satisfaction to guarantee that person's um like service quality is to your standard um and i guess to make sure that they leave feeling fulfilled in whatever it was that they got from you um so when you're busy and when you are in a good place i can't stress it enough but really take even if it takes extra time and you're busy and you're tired and you don't want to just do it. it's like flossing like even if you're tired you just you just do it just don't think about it just do it just start doing it and then you're done um but really take the time to work through every step of that workflow so that you can pinpoint and pick out if there are problem areas or if you're um coming into areas in your workflow that maybe aren't as fine-tuned as they could be you're going to realize that and maybe you don't have the time to work on it that's fine but you can at least take notes so that when you do have the time you can come back and fine-tune that workflow to be perfect so when you are busy really focus on your point of contact with your clients or customers so that when you're slow you can work on it and make sure that it's perfect because when you're slow and you don't have that many clients or customers, you can't really get a good look at each individual isolated step in your workflow. So that's that's a huge tip. I, I'm super happy I thought of, I don't even know where I thought of that one, but I, I love it and I totally am going to do it um, this summer. Once I pick up with weddings, let's finger cross knock on wood because COVID is an unknown fickle mistress. Okay so the second and final piece of tip final piece of tip final piece of advice for this entire episode for leveraging your ups is kind of related to the first one it's client and customer relations this is a two-part tip so I'm gonna start from the first part. The first part is actually something that you probably already have, and this probably is just gonna be useless, but I think it kind of helps with the main core part of this tip. So I'm gonna just touch on it. And that is that, make sure you have a really strong client relationship, client care system set up. So that's why I say it's similar to workflow, um, or sorry, that's why I say this tip is kind of slightly similar and related to the last tip, but you wanna make sure that your clients Um, leave feeling special, you know, you want to give them a special experience, so whatever that looks like for you, it could just be the way you word your emails, maybe you send them videos of yourself talking instead of emails, maybe you, you know, give them extra gifts, maybe you give them a thank you gift, a handwritten card, whatever it is, like everyone's different, and you know, if you're in a storefront or a restaurant, that's going to look different than a service-based business owner, Um, so make sure you have that system down. Um, it can always be evolving and changing, but kind of understand what your strong suits are in that. And maybe some areas you can, could improve on because this part two of this tip, the real, the real tip of, of this last and final tip is that you have these incredible clients that you've just treated like Queens and Kings and Ruling people of the world because you cared about them and you cared about their experience and you care about giving good service because you love what you do right so now they're coming out of this experience and what i think is overlooked is that you now have these people to get advice from to leverage information from to find out what you're doing really well what you're not doing well what you need to improve on what you need to work on you have this incredible source of information at your fingertips who after a really good experience with your service is probably going to be excited at the idea of helping you and answering your questions so people send questionnaires they ask for feedback hey give us a review tell us what you thought blah 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 but what i mean when i say this is When you're in an up and you're busy and you have these amazing clients and you're building these relationships, I call my my stuff client care um, in all my computer systems and all my saved documents for client-related things. It's client care. So you know what you offer and what you do for client care. Now it's your time to learn if you're missing something or Maybe you're not missing anything, but maybe something could be altered fractionally to be slightly better. Or maybe just hearing a different perspective will advance your, just your general ideas and thoughts on how to improve and evolve that process for your clients. I can't stress it enough because everyone seems to have these feedback forms and stuff, but what I'm talking about is really, I mean, sitting down with these people, getting to know them after the fact, after they've had your service or your, you know, product or whatever, you know, what did you really do for them? Talk to them, ask them, dig deep, find out. Because that information is so insanely leverageable for your marketing and your business moving forward it's unbelievable that is your best resource for any kind of marketing information you could ever possibly need your past clients those are the people that can help you the most so really dig deep into that when you're busy doesn't matter that you're busy take them out for a coffee obviously maybe you're taking them out for zoom coffee these days but really dig deep into what their service was like what they found helpful, what they didn't find helpful, even ask more general broad questions. Okay, so as a wedding photographer, I can be asking questions like, how did you find the wedding planning process? What resources did you use? What tools did you find helpful? What surprised you the most about the process? What surprised you the most after the process, after the day of? um, Just, you know, Get into it with them and find out that information because once you collect, you know, even five clients, once you have all those five clients thoughts and answers on your questions and your conversation topics that are related to your industry and your business, you're going to be able to see patterns and it's just, it's going to excel you further. So check that out. Give that a thought, you know, is your feedback form generic? We, you know, what can you add even if you're so busy and so slammed? Can you add two or three extra questions in there that dig a little bit deeper or get a little bit more personalized of an answer? Because um, it really, really just benefits you in the end. And people like helping business owners and people like helping you, especially if you've delivered a strong product. People are going to be excited at the idea to help you now. Now it's their chance to help you. People love that because it makes them feel good about themselves. So, you know, it's not just for you. You're also allowing this person to reflect on a really good experience and, you know, give back. You know, you're you're shaking hands. You're both gaining something out of this, right? So that's what I would say for sure. That's one of my big, big tips when you're in and up and you have those clients and you have that work and you have those customers and you're busy that's when you really need to be talking to them about it. I mean, after you've delivered the service or they've got their product, you know, you don't want to ask too soon in the process, of course. But anyway, without further ado, the episode is done. (laughs) I hope you liked these tips. I hope you found them helpful. Today's episode is quick, easy, digestible. I didn't want to make today's episode too lengthy, too talky, too whatever- because I know you have shit to do and businesses and business to go rock. I hope you found these tips helpful. If you did, please rate, review, subscribe. You know the drill. Download. Um, If you're on Apple Podcasts, please give me a five stars. It means so much. It means so much. Please and thank you. And yeah, that is all. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay cool. Bye. Thanks for listening in. Remember to check us out on Instagram at whatthebusinesspodcast. See you at the next episode.